Well, good morning. Um, just got back from our annual elders retreat, which is a, a, a significant investment in prayer for all of us and uh, a setting of our annual priority for, for the coming year. Each year we try to set an area where we feel like it would honor God for our church to grow in. And uh, as you're aware, this year, the year we're presently in, our priority is what you see on the screen, that we would learn better how to be the church. That's why we have been studying throughout this year the book of 1 Corinthians. Um, It has much to say to us about being the church. Essentially, it says, don't be this church, okay? Don't be like the Corinthians is what it says to us. And through all Paul's corrective teaching, we see what it is that God is calling us, us to be as the church. But more positively, interspersed throughout the year, there have been a series of messages that we've given on the different uh, points of our membership covenant. Um, and the intent has been that we would renew those covenants together, and today that's what we're going to have a chance to do. Uh, we'll have a chance to renew our commitments to one another as the body of Christ at North Wake. Uh, to honor God in that way. What I would like to do, my part in that today, is to provide with you a brief overview of those points of the covenant, and then Jeff's going to lead us in the actual renewing of the covenant and the celebration of the Lord's Supper at the end of our time. Um, some of you may be wondering, why are we doing this? We have never done this before. Um, and I, I think I would answer that simply by saying, we don't want to just be any old church. Um, we, want, we want to be uh, a church like the church in Philadelphia in the New Testament, in the book of Revelation, where there's no words of co- condemnation from, from Christ for that church, only words of commendation and strengthening. In Revelation chapter 3, Jesus says to that church in Philadelphia, I know that you have but little power, And yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. We want to be a church like that. We want to be uh, the church that Christ prayed for in John chapter 17 when he says, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. We want to be the church that shows the world that Christ is truly from God and that God truly does love them. We want to be that church. We don't just want to be the church of the orange clouds and the good worship music. And the brilliant preaching, which is, we all agreed was the great strength of our church a couple weeks ago. You remember that? We want to be the church that bears the mark of a Christian. That bears the mark of the love of Christ for those around us. And so, towards that end, with the hope of becoming that church, our elders, uh, I know it's been more than ten years ago... Uh, implemented this membership covenant where we agree together on the kind of church we're going to be. It, it consists of eight points, and you should have received the copy when you came in the door. You're welcome to refer to that as we go along. Um, 
It could have been 12 points or 15 points or 25 points, but um, we settle on these eight things as being foundational and essential if we want to be that church that honors Christ. And All eight of these come explicitly from the pages of the New Testament. I hope to demonstrate that for you today and put you somewhat at ease. Uh, there's a bit of reticence for any of us in signing any kind of covenant or contract, and that is as it should be. Um, but let me just say, if this is Bible, sign it. Okay? If this is what the Scriptures are calling you to, join us. Sign on. Without reservation, give yourself wholly to this. If, this. if it really is Scripture, if this really is God's call for His church and for you as a member of this church, um, then don't hesitate. Uh, sign on wholeheartedly. And I hope to demonstrate to you today that in fact, that's exactly what we are calling you to join us in is the teachings of the Scripture. The teachings of the Scripture that will help us be that church. A church that truly honors Christ. So today, um, in the renewing of this covenant, we are agreeing together as God's people at Northwake um, that these beliefs and practices are the things that we are entrusting Christ to use in our lives to make us a church that honors Him. So if you will, I'd like to invite you to bow with me in prayer and we'll walk through these things together as we prepare to renew that covenant and approach the table. Father, take honor and pleasure in these commitments we make today. Give us glad hearts to obey your word. Give us the mark of Christ towards each other. That we would love each other as Christ has loved us. So come and shepherd us through this time. Come and encourage us and strengthen us and take pleasure in the worship we are about to offer. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. There's a little introductory statement at the beginning of your um, membership covenant. It reads like this. As one who has been led by the Spirit of God to repent of my sins, believe in Jesus Christ as my Savior, and place my faith in His finished work on my behalf, I solemnly and joyfully enter into this covenant with the other members of Northwake Church, before God and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we prayerfully covenant together. Um, what I want you to see is that all of this is predicated on you being a believer in Jesus Christ. These things that we are committing to today follow faith. Uh, they don't precede it. If you're here today and you're exploring the faith, if you are considering it, checking it out, then what you are looking at on this page is not something you can commit to until you have entered into a relationship of trust with Jesus uh, as your Savior. But it is a good preview of what He is going to ask of you as a member of His church when, in fact, you do come to know Him. Um, so today is a good preview of what you're going to get into. And also, it is an opportunity for you to join us in believing and trusting in Christ as our Savior. So, the first point of our covenant is that we are agreeing together to endorse wholeheartedly the statement of faith, the Constitution, and the church discipline policy of North Wake Church. Um, so, this first point is about truth and about unity. We are saying that we share a common faith 
and a common set of beliefs that unite us. And so when you sign this, you're saying that you are not a heretic trying to infiltrate the church with your own goofy ideas. You're in submission to the teaching of the scriptures as they are taught in this church, as they are recorded, especially in our uh, doctrinal statement. Um, And we are exhorted by Paul to watch our life and doctrine closely, to persevere in them. Because if you do, you'll save both yourself and your hearers. We're also saying by this first point that we recognize that we are vulnerable to the snares of sin. And that should we become ensnared by sin, we want the church to rescue us according to the wise, loving directions given us by Jesus himself in Matthew chapter 18 where he says, If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault. Just between the two of you. If he listens to you, you've won your brother over. But if he will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. And if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a pagan or a tax collector. So in signing this first point of the covenant, we're submitting to the church's teaching of the word. We're committing to her unity by our shared faith. And we are requesting her rescue should we become ensnared in sin. Today we are also covenanting together, from the second point, to nurture an authentic abiding relationship with Christ through prayer, worship, fellowship, and the study of the scriptures. By signing this, you are saying you love Christ. And you will pursue him by these good means that he has given to us. Prayer, worship, fellowship, and the study of the scriptures. We together are committing to love Christ, which he says is the most important thing in the world. In Mark chapter 12, one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating and noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked, of all the commandments, which is the most important? Most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. We are covenanting to do that together today. We are agreeing with the psalmist when he says in Psalm 119, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So today we are saying, yes, yes, I will love Christ and pursue him by these means, these good means that he has uh, given to us. We are also agreeing together today to regular fellowship with an individual or a small group for the purpose of encouragement, support, and accountability. And we're also saying that we will pray for and build authentic relationships with those who don't know Christ with the hope of sharing Christ with them. Today we are agreeing that we will love our neighbors, in essence, which... Jesus says the most, second most important thing in the world. 
He says the second commandment is the second most important commandment is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. We are saying we will love the people in this room. We will love the fellowship called North Wake Church. We love them as our brothers and sisters. We will get to know people in this room well enough that we can truly give and receive encouragement and support and accountability. We will honor the teaching of 1 Thessalonians 5 that says, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Uh, This weekend I, I mentioned that we were away at our elder annual elder retreat. It is a beautiful experience of exactly what we are committing together today to do, to love one another. Um, each one of our elders uh, sits in the middle of the room, um, shares their, their great needs, confesses their sin, and we pray for each other. Um, and we love each other. Um, and so we as elders commit deeply to this in our own relationships and As a church, we are committing to do this together, to loving and being loved, up close and personal, in small groups, one-on-one. We're also committing to love our neighbors that are not in this room, the ones across the street, the ones who don't share our faith in Christ yet. You know, it's our hope that every person that calls North Wake home has a friend they know and love outside of the church, outside of the faith. We don't want you to live in isolation from the world around you. We want you to to love your neighbors. And we're committing to that today. So that we can share in the practice that has been the practice of the disciples of Jesus from the very first one. John chapter 1. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John the Baptist had said and had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did first thing he did was find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. That is what we are covenanting to do today, to love our neighbors and endeavor to bring them to Jesus. We're also committing, this is the fifth point of the covenant, to be nurtured and fed through the corporate gatherings of the church Participation in these assemblies will be a strong priority in our lives. The book of Hebrews, the 10th chapter, says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. When we gather, we honor Christ simply by our obedience to this command. The command not to neglect the gathering of the church. And we honor Him in these times by our submission to the Word when it's taught to us, when it's preached. We honor Him by the unity that we display in gathering together. We honor Him by our voices lifted in song to exalt Him as 
alone as worthy of our worship. And we honor Him by our collective prayers. In our gatherings, we honor Christ. That's why we gather. And that monthly corporate prayer time is one of these gatherings. If, if you were here last Sunday night, you experienced a powerful taste of the body of Christ. Weeping in prayer for marriages that are hurting and broken in our church. We wept with those who wept last Sunday night. Don't, please don't sell the gatherings of the church cheaply. Don't sell them for opening day of the NFL on cable. It ain't worth it. Today, with this covenant, we're saying this is a strong priority in our lives. Doesn't mean you're, you're, you're never here, but it means it's a strong priority in your life. Sixth point, we're agreeing together to responsibly steward our spiritual gifts in order to strengthen the faith of one another. 1 Corinthians 12, we've just been studying it. It says, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He gives them to each one just as He determines. So in signing, we are committing to let the Spirit manifest Himself through each of us, for the good of the church at Northway. And we've talked about this a lot recently. So I won't say anything other than to say, this is a costly commitment. It requires of you submission to the Spirit of God in what He asks of you. And a sacrifice for the good of the people here. In like fashion, the next one is sacrificial as well. To steward our material resources in such a way that honors God. And giving to the local body at Northway Church is a regular part of this stewarding. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, Paul says, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. In our giving, we are declaring together um, that our hope is in God supremely, not in our resources. In our giving, we declare His goodness and generosity to us in our giving, we lay up treasure in heaven and we turn our stubborn hearts towards heaven. In our giving, we taste, Paul says, of the life that really is life. So in signing today, we are committing to God's greater purposes of our resources than just our own desires. We are committing to be generous to His work, the work of this church, that is, as we just saw a couple minutes ago, by God's great kindness, it's touching the nations. People who've never heard the name before are hearing the name of Jesus because of, because of your generosity. So we are committing together to be a generous people towards the work of this church particularly. The last point 
We are pledging our cooperation, submission, and prayer support to the elders of North Wake Church and to those God has called into positions of leadership. And this does come right out of the pages of the New Testament. Hebrews 13 says, Obey your leaders, submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no advantage to you. In 1 Thessalonians, he says, Now we ask you, brothers, to respect those who work hard among you, who are over you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace, he says, with each other. Now, uh, this for me is probably the most awkward of all the points because I'm standing up here basically saying, Obey me! (laughs) It's a little strange. Um, But the awkwardness comes to us mostly, I think, uh, because it's so un-American. It's so counter-culture to us to enter into um, a community like this and say, we are in submission, in glad submission, as an expression of our trust and faith in God to the leadership of this community that he has raised up. Um, So it's a crucial part of honoring and trusting God and of being united is our glad support of those God has placed over us in leadership so in signing, we are saying, and, I, and when I say we, I include myself, because I too sit in submission to our leaders. Um, we're saying today, we are for our leaders. We are not their divinely appointed critics. Okay? We are for these men and, and women who serve us. We will respect and encourage them in love. And your prayers and your encouragement means far more than you know to those of us who are in leadership. I, I actually have a file both in my computer electronically and in my file cabinet physically where I keep letters of encouragement. Because uh, not all letters are encouraging. Okay? And, and not all outcomes are victorious. And more than you know, your encouragement and prayers for our leaders um, is the difference for us, I think, on some days between giving up and keeping on. Um, it, it matters more than you know. And you as a church family are so good at this. Um, it, is, it is a source of great joy to our leaders and to me. But in signing this particular point of the covenant, you are acknowledging that there are going to be times when you do not get your way. Okay? You're, you're not going to get your way all the time in our church. Um, and I am signing this too. I don't always get my way. Our, our thick-headed elders will not always give me my way. By the grace and providence of God, the protection of God for our church. Um, I must be prepared, as must we all, to yield in love and faith to the leaders of the church in the direction they lead us and the teaching that they bring to us. Um, 
Share your thoughts, share your concerns, share your ideas with passion and grace. But you have to be willing to let it go if you don't get your way. Um, Signing this does mean that you're going to trust God to work through people who don't see eye to eye with you, who have different ideas and approaches than you, and you're going to have to trust God to work through people, let's admit it, who are dumber than you, okay? But these are people that God has placed over you to care for your souls, and it is an act of faith in God's kindness to us um, that we will trust and honor God by esteeming our leaders in love. Those eight points are set down for us foundationally so that we can be that church. We can be the church that is commended by her Savior, the church that he prayed would reveal him to the world and his love for the world to the world. We would be the church that bears the mark of Christ. So what I'd like to do now is give us just a few minutes to reflect and prepare our hearts uh, that as an act of glad worship to God, we would sign uh, our commitment to, to honor these biblical teachings in this family uh, of believers at North Wake. And we'll do that um, in conjunction with our celebration of the Lord's Supper together. So if you'll bow in prayer, I'll lead us in prayer. And then we'll have a time just to reflect and ready ourselves both for the renewing of this covenant and the celebrating of the Lord's Supper together that Jeff will lead us in. So let's bow together. Father, there are, um, there are things you are asking of us in these teachings that I am absolutely sure are good for us. But if we're honest, they still make us nervous at points. And so I pray that you would grant us faith today to trust you, to obey you, to follow your example, Jesus, in love for the people in this room. that we would bear the mark of one of your children, one of your followers as we lovingly enter this agreement uh, together. Lord, I pray that it would, it would please you. I pray that you would give us faith to walk it out beautifully and wisely and increasingly. So Lord, guide us now as we ready our hearts to worship you in these ways.
today we